0: It's the most beautiful time of the year. Lights for the street. On the morning show, welcome back in. Hope you had a good uh, Monday and a good weekend and you're recuperating. Are you still eating leftovers?
2: No, all my leftovers are Are they gone? gone? <laughs> I did have leftover beef stew last night.
0: Ah. Mm. Okay. All right, let's go to the phone and talk to Secretary of State Merrill. Secretary of State, how are you?
1: Good morning. How y'all doing?
0: Pretty good. What about you?
1: Ma'am, it's just extraordinarily cold down here at the Capitol.
0: Well, it's cold up here, too. I think we've got about a 29 degree wind chill. Oh. Come up here and freeze.
1: Well, (laughs) I won't be doing that today, but I'll look forward to it soon.
0: (laughs) So, uh, what? Oh, it's
2: 25 down there. It's
0: 25 down there? It's colder down there? How is that even possible?
2: (laughs) I don't know, but it is.
0: (laughs) All right, so I had a couple of questions before we get into the Senate race. Um, you you are familiar or you're friends with one of the two? I couldn't remember with the governor of Georgia.
1: Yes, Brian Kemp.
0: Yes, how well do you know him?
1: Very well. Uh, he is an outstanding man and doing a tremendous job as the governor of Georgia.
0: There is a controversy going on. I don't know if you've heard about it or not, uh, but there is a Senate seat that is open. Uh, I. Isaacson is retiring health yes, reasons. He
1: has he has Parkinson's disease. Yeah. He's having a hard time.
0: So sad. So very sad. So uh, he has to appoint somebody uh, for that spot. Yes. And uh, it looked like that Collins, he was a person he was going to appoint or everybody thought it was, um, you know, he's a representative, he's a congressman in the House. And but he didn't do that. He appointed a woman, who will, a lot of people are are saying uh, is is not a good pick. She donated to Romney, and she is pro Planned Parenthood. Hmm. Now, uh, the story just broke yesterday, and they talked about how. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to get to the the meat of of what they were saying. Um. But that she had run uh, a training program in Georgia uh, for abortion and was an outspoken supporter of Planned Parenthood and partnered with the pro-abortion organization in opposing pro-life policies. I mean, you know him. I mean, I thought he was a. I know
1: him well, uh, and I will tell you this: I don't understand or know all the details behind. The governor's decision to appoint her to this seat but I am confident of this he did it because he felt like she was the best appointee at this time for that seat and as you know from watching what we've been through here in Alabama uh, this is going to be a appointment that will occur until the Senate seat can be filled through a special election. That will be called oh. soon. Oh, but it's oh, oh, just oh. like the Senate okay. seat that we had with Jeff Sessions. So it's a marker? Uh, and it, I don't know how long the period is, but oh, it's okay. probably going to be uh, a couple of years. I have not oh, that seen long? that. Mm. Not, I, well, I don't know. I am not kept up with the appointment. I don't know how long the vacancy is, and I, I have to apologize for my voice. I'm oh. still getting over the Auburn-Alabama game. Uh, on um, yes. Saturday, <laughs> yeah, so sure. forgive me. Forgive me for my voice not being as strong as it would normally be.
0: Well, her name is Kelly L O E F F L E R, <clears throat> and it looks like she donated uh, a lot of money uh, to his campaign and to others. But I would hope that would not have. Uh, uh, here's here's the problem. When
1: did she donate? It is my question. And let, let me tell you this: a lot of people donated yes. a lot of money to the yes. w- yeah. campaign, and still do. One of the things that Georgia has that we don't have is a standard for donations that continue from campaign to campaign. He's constantly raising money not just for his reelection campaign, which will occur in 2022, but also to help other uh, Republicans in Georgia that are trying to solidify their base and be prepared for challenges that they might see in 2020. And 2022, as you know, Georgia uh, elects their uh, House members every two years, not every four years, like we do in Alabama. I think that's important. Well, I think the
0: problem, here's what people are worrying about, because we need to have a strong Senate. And if, uh, let's see, she donated a million dollars to Mitt Romney in 2012. I mean, so I guess she is very wealthy. That's not a problem.
2: For me, donating to Mitt Romney in 2012 when he was running for president is not a problem. Okay
0: all I'm saying is that
1: yeah, he was the Republican nominee
0: right. because but, he was a smite better than Barack and St. Obama. OK, but well, the problem is, is that we need somebody who is um, who is not going to be a rhino, basically, in the yeah, Senate. That's true. That's not going to waffle. We need a strong Senate for Supreme Court justices and other things. Right. And so we already have some in there that, that are kind of waffly and especially as we go forward with impeachment. So it just seemed kind of weird. As conservative as he is, to appoint her instead of Doug Collins was a little odd. But, well, you may hear more as, as we go forward, and you can enlighten us as we go. So let's talk about the uh, Secretary of State. Let's talk about the um the Well, cent-
1: and let me tell you this, too. we We speak frequently. We actually were communicating over Thanksgiving, and I know that Brian is going to do what he thinks is in the best interest of all the people of Georgia. That's what he's done since he's been in office, and that's what he'll continue to do. So I, I have every reason to believe that this election was done to benefit all of Georgia and that all of Georgia will benefit from this election.
0: Well, it's in, uh, from his election because she was appointed, right?
1: That is correct. Okay.
0: Now, now I'll just go one further. I know you're ready
2: to move on to a different subject, but Doug Collins is the ranking member on
0: the the judiciary, judiciary committee, yes.
2: Maybe Doug Collins need to be needs to be where he is.
0: Well, because
2: <laughs> he's pretty good. Well, I, that could as, be true as ranking member on that committee. That's true, and uh, he's about to be in the spotlight.
0: Well, he is. This whole impeachment thing is crazy, but let's move on to to you suspending your campaign for Senate. Um, Absolutely. T- tell us why why you're doing that.
1: Well. Look, one of the things that happened on November the 7th was we saw the entry of Senator Jeff Sessions into the U.S. Senate race, and that changed the dynamic of the race dramatically. Now, as y'all know, uh, things have been going well for our campaign. We were very, very excited about where we were. Uh, Our county chairs were very active. Uh, We were thrilled with the response that we were getting whenever I visited counties. And as you know, I continue to visit all 67 counties. This will be the seventh year in a row and eighth time that I've been to all 67 counties. As a matter of fact, since uh, January the 1st of this year, I've been to 62 of the 67 counties for 581 unique visits to those 62 counties. And with that being said, the first the first time uh, that we heard the news, I met with our campaign team and we talked about it. And, and I said, listen, now that it's formal, the first thing we've got to do, we got to get out here and we've got to visit with all 67 of our county chairs and make sure that they're still with us. And I said, if we lose three or four, that's one thing. If we lose 10 or more, that's a problem. Well, we talked to all of them, and we didn't lose any of them. I I was so encouraged. As a matter of fact, one of the things that I saw was that our campaign team continued to be galvanized toward our election to the Senate. People were very supportive and very encouraging. And so the next thing we had to do was to reach out to all of our donors and to reach out to those people who we had anticipated being donors that we knew were waiting for the primary uh, qualifying to close and then to see what their situation was. And one of the things that became evident was that even though we don't need as much money as other candidates need in order to do what we need to do to be successful, we were going to have a more difficult time raising the money that we had to have to get the message out that we know we're required to get out, and so we had to make sure that we were making a wise decision. And so Senator Sessions' entry into the race changed the dynamics of that because of his ability to raise money and the success rate that he's shown, that he could do that in the past.
0: Well, he so, had a lot of money on, we, too, so, uh, well, on hand, too, so a yeah. couple million dollars on <throat> hand.
1: He did. And and whereas, you know, we only had um, $600,000 uh, on hand, we knew that we needed to make sure that we made some wise choices. And so we, uh, we felt that it was best to... Make a an informed decision about where we were today and our future, and how we could best support the Republican Party, and leave this decision up to the people of Alabama when they choose their nominee on March. We 3rd. are
0: great Secretary of State. We hate to lose you for that. Absolutely.
2: Now yeah. here's here's our best chance to get a question answered, Tony. We've been asking forever. Uh, Secretary. When when someone drops out of a race and they have X number of dollars left in their campaign, uh, uh, yeah, what happens to the money left over?
1: Well, it depends. If you're running for a federal race like I was, then uh, there's one set of uh, things that can happen with those resources. If you're running for a state race, there's another set of things that can happen with those resources. So in reference to my campaign, there's certain procedures and standards that have to be met according to the Federal Election Commission, and those are clearly outlined in the law that indicate that you can use that money to advance an issue campaign. You can use that money to uh, advance another campaign that you may be a part of. You can use that money to advance the campaign of other candidates that are running for federal office, if you choose to. And those are options that are available. And you make sure that you follow the law, and then there's no problem.
0: So I have a couple quick questions, because we're going to run out of time here. But um, <coughs> yeah, you are losing your voice, aren't you?
1: <laughs> so sorry. Are you,
0: That's okay. Were you at the game or at home?
1: Oh, no, I was at the game. And I was pulling for the Crimson Tide, and I didn't holler loud enough. Mm.
0: (laughs) Listen, I was hollering in front of the TV, Mm -hmm. and my neighbors could probably hear me, so how about that? The
2: screaming didn't do any good.
1: No.
0: (laughs) So are you going to endorse any of the other candidates?
1: No, I do not anticipate endorsing other candidates. I can tell you that I have heard from... um, Senator Sessions, he called me. I've also heard from Congressman Byrne. He called me, too.
0: But you're not going to endorse anybody?
1: I don't anticipate endorsing any candidate in the primary as we move forward to March the 3rd.
0: So let me play for you a spot that Club for Growth put out on Jeff Sessions. Go ahead.
1: Okay. The Attorney General says, I'm going to recuse myself. And I said, why the hell didn't I put him in. He's bad. He's a bad, bad guy. Time for Jeff to hang up the cleats. Say no to traitor Jeff Sessions.
0: What do you think about that?
1: Well, I will tell you that I'm very surprised that that came out for the club to grow. Now, I did not hear the disclaimer on the ad at the end to confirm that that was from the club. Does it have a disclaimer on there? There is no disclaimer. What? Yeah. uh, It's an internet ad. ad.
0: Oh, it's an okay, inter- that, Internet ad.
1: Okay. Well, then it, it should must should say be so. Print- yeah, it, it's supposed to say that, or that's see a violation the See if you see anything the at
0: the bottom. At the very <coughs> least printed, now, huh? Yeah, at the very bottom, I, at the very end of the spot. I'll go look. He'll look.
1: I, I will tell you that the ad that you just played, I had heard played from a source that was generated from resources that had been uh, collected by Coach Tuberville but not one for the Club for Growth. The only Club for Growth ad that I've seen or heard was one that was opposing Congressman Byrne.
0: All right, we'll try to get to the bottom what of that. What is the Grit
2: Pack?
1: That, that's from uh, Tommy Tuberville. Tuberville. That's his Super Pack.
2: Okay, that's where this video came from. That's where from. that came from? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, it is. Oh. I wonder why they... Uh, but where did they is. get it? Did they get it from? Cl- Let me read where you came out with Club from Growth. From- yeah, we'll try <clears> to get to the bottom of that because we don't want to put out yeah. fake
1: news. Yeah, that that ad was generated by Grit Pack, and Grit Pack is uh, the political action committee that is supporting Coast Tuberville.
0: Yeah, because I thought what I how I found this when somebody told me about it.
1: Uh, I think you'll find the Club for Growth being supportive of Senator Sessions.
0: Well, I, you know, kind of threw me when I saw yeah, that. So.
1: They always have been, and I anticipate that they will be again. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah, and it, it even says paid for by GritPak. Really? Not authorized by. Anybody.
0: So when I put in Club for I Growth, that, uh, that actually yeah. popped up, so I don't know who's, well, who is interesting. manipulating yeah, and, that.
1: Yeah, and let me say this, too. I think that you will find it interesting that Stan McDonald, who is from Huntsville, is the chairman of grip pack really yes and and he he is very close to coach toberville
0: all right well there you have it that's we get all the answers from you listen you you help your voice
2: do you and i agree that jeff sessions is no traitor he may have done wrong i mean not not wrong i mean he was he was hoodooed by a bunch of a bunch of obama holdover uh folks He's not a traitor. He did what he thought was right. Right Now, maybe he should have said something before, but he's not a traitor. No, traitor is the wrong word. let,
1: Let me make sure that you understand my position on this and other things related to this campaign about these candidates that are running. The people that are offering themselves for consideration to the Republican Party to become their nominee to face Senator Jones in November of 2020 are good men who are fine public servants, or if they have not run for office before, and I have had the privilege to meet those people as well, um, I I believe are quality individuals who will do a good job if elected to serve in those roles. Uh, But Jeff Sessions is is certainly not a traitor. He is a, a patriot, and he's a great American.
0: Secretary of State John Merrill, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon, okay?
1: Hey, thank y'all. Drink y'all something hot. Great, yeah, <laughs> Y'all have a great day, okay? You too. Bye. Okay, bye.
2: All right, I'll, we're going to... I'll text you the recipe for a hot toddy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll,
0: we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Don't go away